You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to our broadcast and uh, we're so delighted to be together. Thank you for making time to be with us, worship with us. Okay, I'm sure you enjoyed that worship session. It was so awesome. Um, yeah, we're going to continue with our teaching. We've been talking about faith for unprecedented exploits. Okay, faith for unprecedented exploits. And one of the things we we're talking about last week is that faith comes by hearing. Okay, it comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let me read from Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. It says, so then faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. It comes by hearing the word of God. That's how faith comes. Faith does not come by wishes, okay? It doesn't come by wishes, it comes by hearing. It comes by hearing. It doesn't come by desire, although there is a place for desire in our walk with God, in our, in our walk of faith, there's a place for desire. But primarily, faith comes by hearing. So you need to hear what God is saying. And somebody said to me, oh, pastor, but how do I know that I've heard God? Well, that is where you need. You need, you need the word of God. First of all, the scripture is God's word in writing. Okay, God's word in writing is the Bible. So I don't know if you've experienced it before. where well, you're reading your Bible, you're reading, and as you're reading, 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 then all of a sudden, it seems as if it comes alive, you know, kind of like um, maybe it jumps off the page. <laughs> a particular section just jumps out at you. I've had that many times, and I'm sure many of you have experienced that. Now, when you have that kind of experience, you have that kind of experience, it is a rema word that is coming to you. Okay, it's a rema word that is coming to you. So faith comes by hearing the word of God. Whatever God says to you contains faith. So when you are reading the scripture, for instance, when you're reading the scripture and then all of a sudden there's a kind of illumination. When, when, when there's illumination and the, the, the instructions that, you, that that illumination inspires is tantamount to hearing God. It's tantamount to hearing God. So we know that even the scripture itself, the scriptures that we're reading today came by inspiration. It came by inspiration. So that is how the writers, the authors of the scriptures received the scriptures. They received it by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Let me read from um, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. The scripture says there in 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, verse, verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Look at it. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. So all scripture is given by inspiration. By inspiration, the word inspire, the word inspiration means God breathe, okay? The breath of God. So in other words, God, 
God's word came by his spirit. The breath is the same word for spirit. All right, in the, in, in, in the, in the Greek is, is pneuma, okay? Pneuma. So pneuma is a breath. And that's also how the word of God comes. It comes like the, it's the breath of God that comes. And that breath of God has life in it. It has life in it. It has faith in it. It has faith in it. So um, don't just be occupied with the letter of the word, okay? Although the letter of the word is good because you need knowledge. You need knowledge of the word of God. But you see, there's the spirit of revelation. The spirit of revelation is what brings illumination that helps you to, to, to see and to hear. Okay, so how does faith come? It comes by hearing. It's not necessarily an audible voice, although if you hear an audible voice, it can bring faith if it's from God. <laughs> if it's from the enemy, it brings fear and it can bring doubt, it can bring confusion if it's from the enemy. Okay, but if it's from God, it, is, it brings faith. And most of the time, God does not speak audibly. Most of the time. In fact, there are very few times that God spoke audibly in Scripture compared to the number of times He spoke by inspiration and by the still small voice and by the inner witness. So when we say, when the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, you need to train yourself to hear God, to hear God. You need to train yourself to be able to receive from God. Because many people miss God. Why? Because they are looking for a voice. They miss God because they are looking for a voice. And because God is speaking, he's not speaking through an audible voice. But he's speaking through a still small voice in your heart. He might be speaking like that. So when that voice comes, faith comes with it. Then you can act on that. You can act on that. And, uh, and then you'll see results. Okay. So it's important for you to understand that. Uh, if you're going to do unprecedented exploits, you need to learn to hear God. Learn to hear God. Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. The voice of a stranger they will not follow. So if you are his sheep, you should be hearing him. And if you hear him, if you are hearing him, then you have faith. There is faith that comes with hearing God. Alright? So it's important that we understand this. Why? Because we're going to do great things for God. We need to learn to hear God. Learn to hear God. Because God, I'm telling you, God can instruct you to do some things that you never thought you could do. But then you need to be able to overcome fear. You need to be able to overcome doubt. You need to be able to overcome um, your, your comfort. You know, all of us have a comfort zone. There is a comfort zone, but you need to be able to step out of your comfort zone into that zone where naturally you will be tempted to fear. When you step out of your comfort zone, the first thing you meet is fear. Then you have to use faith to conquer fear. Alright? If you want to do great things for God, get ready. Get ready to be faced with fear. But when fear comes, what do you do? You are courageous. 
That's why you need courage like Joshua. You need courage like Joshua to step out and say, I might be feeling, maybe my, my, my knees are wobbling. <laughs> maybe my knees are wobbling, but it doesn't matter how I feel about it. This is what God says, and so I'm going to act on what God says. You see, so that's how faith works. Many people think that when you are walking by faith, then you won't have the opportunity to fear. No, you will have many opportunities to be afraid. And that's why oftentimes God would say, fear not. He would say, fear not. Why would God say, fear not? Whenever he, you know, whenever he visits someone in the scripture, you see, fear not. He told Abraham, fear not. He told Isaac, fear not. He told uh, Jacob, fear not. <laughs> huh? He told, he told um, uh, Mary, fear not. He told Zechariah, fear not, through the angel. So God is still saying, fear not. He's still saying, fear not. If you're going to do great things for me, don't be afraid. I'm with you. Hallelujah. So that is, that is important. It's important for you to know that. Yeah? So God's word. The, 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 the challenge many times is that people don't know how to hear God. And because they don't know how to hear God, they struggle with their walk of faith. But if you know how to hear God, and you have heard God, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what the enemy brings. Stand in the face of the enemy and announce the word of God. Announce what God says to you. In other words, if God says something to you, there are things that God has said to me. There are things that God has said to us as a church, which we continue to declare. We declare, you know, we keep declaring without fear without any uh, intimidation, every household in Midran. Hallelujah. Yes. That is, that is, that is, the, 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 it's, it came as a result of hearing God. 10% hearing God. 10% of Midran hearing God. It came from hearing God. So it has nothing to do with our circumstances. It has nothing to do with our situation. We can hang on the word of God and God's word will come to pass. There's a song we used to sing, he has promised he will never fail. Yes, he has promised he will never fail. His faithfulness is forevermore. You know, I will hold on to his word. Why? Because his faithfulness is forevermore. I want you to know that God is committed to his word. He is committed to his word. So if he has spoken, all he needs is your cooperation. If you will give him your cooperation and your obedience, the rest he will sort out. He will sort out the rest. And that's, that's exactly, you study the life of the heroes of faith in the Bible, you find that all of them had to go through certain Difficult instructions from God, but they had to believe God. They had to walk with God and sometimes stumble a little bit, but they continued until they became strong in faith. All right. So that's how, that's how it is. It's the same faith that they have received that we have received. It's the same God that spoke to them that is speaking to us. And guess what? This faith that they got that 
give them the results they got is the faith that will get you the results that God has promised you. So I want you to be strong in faith. I want you to be uh, confident. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Just hold on to God's word and continue to, to rehearse God's word. Continue to confess God's word. Continue to declare God's word in the face of all contradiction. Continue to declare God's word. Okay? And if you continue to do that, I'm telling you, what's going to happen is that God will perform his word in your life. He will perform his word. Amen. I want to read from Romans chapter, Romans chapter 4. In Romans chapter 4, we see here, um, the Bible is telling us about Abraham, our father, our father in the faith. You know, this guy, he, he, was, uh, he was the first person that demonstrated, I mean, uh, that, that demonstrated faith at the level that God was so impressed. Now, I mean, other people have demonstrated faith. I mean, Noah walked by faith, for instance, okay? Uh, Noah walked by faith, and that was, that was before Abraham. But I'm telling you, Abraham really became the father of faith. There's a reason why God declared him the father of faith, because of the way he walked with God. Now, look at Romans chapter 4, um, and I'll read verse 13. He says, for the promise that he would be the heir of the world was, given to, was not given to Abraham or his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. So God promised him that he would be an heir of the world. Can you imagine that? God says, the whole world, I'm going to give it to you. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So he decides who he gives it to. He decided to give the world to Abraham. And this is somebody, this is somebody who was a nomad, who had no place. God had told him to leave his father's house. He left his, his, his father's house and his, his, his country and went into the desert. And he's going there, living from tent to tent. And, uh, and now God is telling him that he's going to inherit the whole world. How do you, I mean, and, but yet he believed that, you see, he believed and he continued to, he continued to walk by faith. Yes, he continued to walk by faith. The Bible says in verse 16, therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only those who are of the law, but also all who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So look at in every nation on the earth today, Abraham has got seed. Why? Because he believed God's promise. Because he believed God's promise. Many times our minds have restricted us and you only believe what you see, you believe just what you, 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 you have been um, programmed to believe certain things within a particular confine. And that needs to be broken. It needs to be shattered. Why? The whole world is open. Hallelujah. 
Why? Because your father, Abraham, is, has been given to him and he, you, are his, you are his seed. All right? So he says, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So you see, this guy, I mean, he believed God. When God called him, God God appears to him and then calls him, tells him to leave his father's house and his, and his country and his kindred. And he left. He obeyed. He left. And he's going. Sarah, God has appeared to me. God said we should leave this place and go to another country. Okay. What country is that? I don't know. He just said we should go. <laughs> Whew. And Sarah followed Sarah followed. At least she had some faith in, you know, she had faith as well. That's why she's a mother in the faith. Hallelujah. Yeah, they made mistakes just like every one of us makes mistakes. That's why they ended up with Ishmael. But I'm telling you, they pleased God. They have a testimony that they pleased God. So he believed God. Who gives life to the dead and calls those things that be not as though they are. So when you've heard God, you don't focus on your circumstance. You don't focus on the situation. You focus on what God said. And this is not, uh, this is not what they call, some people call faith over matter, mind over matter. No, no, this, this is not mind over matter. This is not denying facts. This is not denying reality. But you are introducing a higher reality. The word of God is the most real thing you can engage in this life. So, your situation is temporary. Alright? Your situation is temporary. God's word abides forever. So, when God's word has come to you, when you have received revelation of the word of God, when you have received insight into the word of God, when you have received illumination from the word of God, hold on to that. Hold on to it. Why? If you don't hold on to it, the enemy will steal it. The enemy will steal it. So sometimes the enemy steals the word of God from us. He steals the vision of God. Why? Because we focus on circumstances. We focus on situations. And I want to encourage somebody today. Yeah. I want to encourage somebody today because God has shown you things in the past. God has spoken to you uh, about the things he wants to do. But you struggle to believe that God can use somebody like you. And I want you to receive this as a confirmation that God's word is going to come to pass in your life. God's word is going to come to pass. Why? Because he said it. He said it. Okay? Yeah. So, desires have their place in our walk with God. But um, the word of God must take preeminence. Okay? It, it, must, it, it, it must take precedence in our lives. 
in our walk with God. So the word of God comes first. Your desire comes. It should, your desire should, should be accompanied or should, should, should be based on the word of God. Yeah. Let your desire be based upon the word of God. All right. So in Mark chapter 11, Jesus made a statement there, uh, which is very popular. We, we quote it many times. Mark 11. And I want to read verse, verses 23 and 24. Okay. In Mark 11, 23, um, Jesus said, For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Okay? So Jesus is talking, remember the, the context here is that he had cursed the tree and the tree withered and, and dried up to its roots. And the disciples are surprised and Jesus says, if you believe, you can do the same thing. Not only what I did, but you can even move the mountain. Wow. Is Jesus lying or is he just, what is he saying? Did, did he really mean it? Of course he did. Yeah. So, but then look at verse 24. He says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. And you will have them. Okay. So whatever things you ask when you pray. Believe. Another version says whatever things you desire when you pray. So in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer. God can also impregnate you with certain desires. Now when, when, when in, in that place of prayer. When those desires come. God birthed certain desires into you. Those desires also come with faith. So not every desire comes, uh, not every desire that you have um, comes with faith. But I'm talking about, yeah, there's, like I said, there's a place for desire. So these, when you are in the place of prayer and you are there in the spirit and you're praying, praying, you know, Either you're praying in the spirit, praying in your understanding, or praying and meditating on the scriptures, and then a desire comes up. Pay attention to those desires. Pay attention to those desires because God will surely work to bring them to pass if you follow him step by step and if you walk by faith. So, he says, believe that you have them and you shall believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Believe? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, um, you know, I was praying the other day and then I just, you know, <laughs> I just desire, I just uh, desire this person's car. You know, I just saw this Lamborghini and I, and I saw just praying. I just, I just had that desire for this man's car. Listen to me. That is not what we're talking about. That is lost. That is not. <laughs> that is not the same as what we're talking about here. Okay? So, this, this, this has to do with desires that are spirit-inspired. They are, they, are, they, are, um, they are linked to God's purpose and so on. Alright? So, whatever things you desire. How do I know? Pastor, how do we know that this, this desire is... Is, is, um, is, is, is linked to God's purpose. It will be 
it will never be a desire from God will never be a covetous desire. <laughs> okay? So that's how that's how I know that you know you just desire that Lamborghini when you were when you were praying that you desire your neighbor's Lamborghini when you were praying. That means that uh, yeah, that desire it's definitely your prayer was definitely intercepted. I'm telling you, it was intercepted or infiltrated. Your prayer was infiltrated by the spirit of covetousness. So you need to kill that thing there because that is not the spirit of God. All right. Um, so we, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. And if he hears us, he grants us our petitions. That's what the Bible says, isn't it? In 1 John chapter 5. So. Don't, don't go around saying, oh, well, pastor is saying we shouldn't have desires. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. You need to check your desires. You need to be able to judge your desires. Judge those desires. Huh? Are they, are they, <laughs> I'll give you an example. Jesus, when, um, when, uh, when he was tempted, when he was being tempted, you remember that the devil came before him and he showed him the whole world and all of his glory. The Bible says he showed him in the moment, showed him the glories of the whole world and says, if you will bow down before me, I'll give you all of this. What was he doing? He was trying to, he was trying to introduce a desire into Jesus' heart. He was trying to introduce a desire into Jesus' heart so that Jesus will fall for that and then begin to pursue that. <laughs> and obviously, Jesus would if Jesus fell for it, then he would have to bow in order to get it. And obviously, by so doing, he will miss out on, on God's plan. So, but Jesus didn't fall for it. So don't think that because you are in the place of prayer, the enemy is not going to come around. If he did that when Jesus was in the place of prayer and fasting, I want you to know that he does that sometimes. And I'm not saying we should be devil conscious. That's not what I'm saying. Just, be, just don't be naive. That's what I'm saying. Don't be naive into thinking, oh, well, because I'm praying, you know, I'm praying, so it doesn't really matter. Satan is far away, but then I want this person's this. No, you can't do that. Okay? So, um, faith for great exploits has to do with hearing God's word, okay? And hearing God's word, there are different ways you can hear God, all right? You can hear God from the scriptures. You can hear God from the scriptures. You can hear God when he inspires you, okay? As you're meditating. If you spend time meditating on the word of God, I am telling you, you will find it easier to hear God. Many times we don't hear God because we don't meditate enough in the scriptures. We don't meditate enough in the word of God because the word of God makes your spiritual senses come alive. It, 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 it feeds your spirit. 
So when you spend time feeding your spirit, that's why faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You're feeding your spirit with the word of God, feeding it, feeding it. Then faith starts coming. Then you start hearing, all right? And then there's a place for, for, for hearing, but then there's also the place for uh, obedience, doing what he says. Now that way you will increase your faith. You heard, then now you can increase it. Okay? Yes. So I'm telling you that God wants to do great things through you. Now the question is this, what is God laying on your heart? Um, okay, I was just praying the other day and I just, I just, I just feel and I just know. I can see it in my spirit, in my heart, that I'm supposed to feed 20 million people. Now, yeah, that could be God. That could be God. God can do that. Why? <laughs> because it's impossible for you to do it. You know, in the natural, you cannot do it. But God can put that inside your heart. And as you nurture it, you pray over it. Continue to, you know, meditate and, and then allow God to speak to you. God will begin to open other things. All right? And let, me just, let me just close with this um, scripture in Habakkuk. You know, Habakkuk. I hope you know where you've read the book of Habakkuk before. Uh, Habakkuk is, is one of the minor prophets. And I often joke that you need to read the book before you get to heaven. So that uh, when you get to heaven, he doesn't ask you if you read his book. And you say, oh, well, I didn't know you had a book. <laughs> yeah. All right. So look at Habakkuk chapter 2. He's, you know, he says here, the word of the Lord. All right, let me start from verse 1. He says, I will stand on my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. And what I will answer when I'm corrected. I want you to notice what he says there. He says, okay, I will watch to see what he will say to me. So the point I'm trying to make here is that sometimes God does not just speak with words, literal words. Sometimes he speaks by showing you something. He speaks by showing you something. Okay? And then the verse, verse 2, he says, then the... Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come it will not tarry. What, what kind of play of words is this? Then look at verse 4. It says, uh, be, Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. So, in the place, if you're going to do it, exploits for God, unprecedented exploits, then you need some visions from God. You need to hear some things from God. You need to receive certain words from God that will 
enable you to, to, to step out. And the fact that God reveals something to you or says something to you does not mean it will happen tomorrow. All right? That's why he says the vision is for an appointed time. There is a time for that vision to come to pass. There is a time for those exploits to be made manifest. There is a time. There is an appointed time. So he says, uh, uh, it is, you, you, though it tarries, wait for it. Though it takes long, don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be like Sarah, who was in a rush to get Hagar to try to fulfill God's word. No, it doesn't work like that. Though it tarries, wait for it. Wait for it. Because it will surely come and it will not tarry. So in other words, by your judgment it tarries, but by God's calendar it does not tarry. So though in your judgment it is taking long, in your judgment you're saying, when? I need to do this. But God says, wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. Continue to do what God asks you to do while waiting for the vision. Continue to do what God says. Every instruction he instructs you. Continue to do it while waiting for the fulfillment. Okay. So that is how it works. The just shall live by his faith. So you're going to do great exploits for God. You need to see something. Oh, you need to hear something. All right? But you need to be in the zone where God can speak. You need to be in the place, in the state of mind where you can receive from God. Now, if you've spent all your time meditating on your miseries and your sorrows, you cannot hear God. You cannot. You cannot see beyond your situation. So, don't, don't, don't just go and, 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 and begin to um, uh, uh, meditate on, on what you are going through, the, the, the hardships you're facing. Everybody faces challenges. It's part of life. It's part of the walk of faith. You have to go through certain challenges. Your faith has to be tested. It has to be tried. So when the word of God comes to you, Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Once the word comes, the next thing is that the enemy begins to put that word to test. He begins to test you to see if you will hold on to that word that God has said or not. So, but if you make up your mind and say, I'm going to hold on to this. Doesn't matter what. Come rain, come sunshine. I'm going to hold on to it then it will surely come to pass. It will surely come to pass. So faith comes by hearing. Never forget that. It comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. What is God saying to you? Is he showing you something? Is he saying something to you? Is he impressing certain things on your heart? Or did you just wake up and wish for something? That's not faith. You can't just wake up and wish, uh, wish for, for, like, 
You wish for, for me to do something for you, <laughs> you know, when I didn't promise you. That's, that, it doesn't mean that's not faith. You can't just wake up and say, oh, well, you know, um, uh, uh, pastor, pastor can just give me 10 million. You know, I, I just believe God. I believe God. First of all, I don't have it to give you. <laughs> so your believing doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make it happen. And again, even if I did, if I don't promise you that, it's, it doesn't matter how hard you, you continue to confess that. It, it, I won't do it. Why? Because God didn't tell you and I didn't tell you. But if I promise you, if I promise you and I say, I'm going to give you so and so, so, I'm going to give you so much, you can now stand on that and continue to trust me to be true to my word. You see, that's how it works. That's how it works. And that's why I said faith doesn't begin. It doesn't come by desire. It comes by the word. When I make a promise, it's, you know, it's up to me. If I have integrity, if I make promise, then I need to fulfill that promise. But God has integrity. So if he makes a promise, I'm telling you, he'll make good. His word. Hallelujah. Mighty God. We thank you, Jesus. Why don't we just take a moment right now? Just, just appreciate the Lord. I know God has said things to you before now and even now. And he'll say things to you tomorrow. He might even show you in a dream. He might show you in a vision. He might speak to you through his word. He might speak to you through you know, inspiration. He might speak to you. There are different ways. There are all ways that God speaks and once God speaks faith comes faith comes hallelujah and if faith comes like that I'm telling you he will bring it to pass he'll bring it to pass so if, if, if you will take time to develop that ability to recognize when God is speaking it will do you good it will help you to do do exploits unprecedented exploits it would help you to produce things you never imagined you could produce all right so father i thank you for my brother my sister watching lord i speak and i ask for clarity the ability to hear you from your word and through other means to hear you clearly oh father you said you 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 said, oh, Father, you're not the author of confusion. I rebuke every confusion in their minds. Right now, I speak clarity. Clarity. Mighty God. Let your word bring light and understanding to them. And as your word has come, Lord, I pray that their faith will continue, oh, Father, to be strong, to be strengthened by your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Now, if you're watching this broadcast and you're not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. And if you just repeat this after me, then I'll pray for you. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I confess him with my mouth. Jesus, come into my heart. 
Make me a new person. Wash away my sins. Make me a new creation. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now let me pray for you. Father, I pray. I pray for my brother, my sister watching, who has just prayed this prayer. Lord, I ask, oh Father, that you would manifest yourself to them. I ask for the new creation realities to dawn upon them. Let your kingdom come in their lives. Oh, Father God, I declare their sins forgiven. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Look, looking forward to seeing you again next week, same time, same channel. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.